I woke up. I was like, please tell me the party didn't end. I'm just taking a break. It was just uh, halftime. Yes, please. No, I woke up and then I was home. How was the party? Man, the party was awesome, bro. Um, a lot of a lot of people showed up. Food was great. They served uh, some chicken, some uh, shrimp spaghetti. Some shrimp stuff. spaghetti. Ooh. Even had cookies and everything. Cookies with your face on it or what, Andre? No, but I remember there being churros, and I remember eating churros. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Thinking Twice, a post-grad life podcast from a multicultural lens. I'm your host, Jesus Salomon, and I know it's it's been like five weeks since I put out a pod. There wasn't even a season ending or anything. No, it was just it was just grad school. That shit took a lot of my time, and I didn't think it was. But uh, you know, I finished with summer semester. All good. We're back in the pod. I wanted to put out an episode for you guys. This this episode is going to be great. This is class of 2021. We talk about college. We talk about post-grad. It was a good time. Uh, I brought in uh, Andre. I brought in Baby D. We had some good conversations about college and post-grad. So I really hope you all enjoy it. Uh, but but it, it feels bad. Like I had to dust out my microphones because it's been so long. Uh, but I'm happy to do this again. I, I, I really enjoyed it and uh, had a good time and I really hope you all enjoy it. So, uh, so that's that, uh, quick shout outs to, uh, the homies in Cali, uh, shout out to, um, Overa for, for calling me out for not putting it on the podcast. He DM me, he's like, Hey, put another, put another episode on. So, uh, shout out to, to the boys in Cali, to LA, also to the listeners in San Diego. Hey, we need to get some Cali love up in here in this podcast, so I need to plan something soon for that. Uh, other than that, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Please follow us on uh, Instagram, Twitter at Thinking the Number Two Pod at Thinking the Number Two Pod, and uh, you know uh, this episode is going to be a lot about college and a lot about post grad life, especially specifically grad school. So uh, if you're looking into going back to school or thinking about going to school. This is the episode to you. If not, share this to any uh, underclassmen that that might be, uh, you know, going through something similar that these boys went to. And uh, hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Please give it up for Andres Carrion and David Parra, also known Baby D. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Good. Thank you for having me. Pretty good. Pretty good. Thank you for having me too. Class of twenty twenty one. Uh, Andre, Andre, I'm gonna I'm gonna call you Andre. That's that's what the street knows you as. <laughs> is that is that fair to say? <laughs> yes, I got my street cred under that name, Andre. <laughs> uh, but Andre, you just graduated last last week, two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago, August sixth. And then you, David, graduated uh, a few months ago in May. Yes, sir. This May. Uh, this May. Enjoying the post grad life. No, uh, I'm currently doing some field experience work to cover the internship part of my program right. or my degree. That shit blows. <laughs> <laughs> and baby D, you 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 just got hired. So congratulations. Thank you, thank you. Luckily for me, I was able to find a job after a couple a couple months after looking. 
Uh, I know a lot of people say it, it takes forever, but it takes a while. I didn't really realize that it took forever, especially like the interview process and the rounds that you have no, to it, go through. So it, it, it took takes a while. It takes it takes a while. So you know, now that 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 we're talking about that, let's why don't we introduce y'all to the people that don't know y'all. Uh, when we start with you, Andres, so just really quick, uh, you know, where you're from, what did you major in, uh, what is the career field and role that you're in? Uh, hello, well, I'm Andres. Andre. <laughs> Andre, I go by Andre. Uh, I just graduated. Uh, I graduated in mechanical engineering of technology. From where? Uh, from Texas State University. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, it's pretty good. Uh, I don't really like what I'm doing right now, but <laughs> <laughs> this is just like the field experience part. Um, once I go into like my actual career, uh, I'll be able to do more engineering stuff instead of uh, just like maintenance is what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Did you say where you're from? Uh, I'm from Dallas, Texas. There you go. The funky town. <laughs> I think funky town is Fort Worth, right? I always get Okay. So funky town is Fort Worth. Triple D is Dallas. I don't. Let's yeah. Uh, I don't know about the Fort Worth one. I claim Dallas, not Fort Worth. Oh, okay. You got to put Baby D on check. Um. So hi guys, my name is David, aka Baby D. <clears throat> uh, graduated from Texas State. Got a degree in communication studies, a minor in mass communications. Um, originally from the Valley, McAllen, Texas. So, Aka, Aka, nine five six. So yeah, just recently graduated from Texas State. Uh, great school, great environment. Love the place. Oh yeah, the Delta variant. It's getting serious. Yeah, or I'm nah. already vaccinated, but uh, um, not ready for that third booster shot they're about to make. I'm very scared of needles. Really. Yes, I had Ruben come with me for my first dose, and then another brother named Alex come with me for my second. And they were just holding you, or no? The Wait, first do you time have I, tattoos. Yeah, I had to get two. I got the Pfizer. No, but I'm saying, do you have tattoos? Because you said you're scared of needles. Oh yeah, I got tattoos, but it's like the big needles, like the thought of them being in me, and like, <laughs> like those are, those are some big needles. <laughs> They're not that big. To me, they are, dude. They're not that. You know what would scare the shit out of you? Uh, so in the Marine Corps, like, or I think in general in the military, before you deploy, they give you a uh, the smallpox, right? And the smallpox, it's like a, it's like ten needles, ten little needles, all uh, like grouped together, and then you just press it like 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 a shot, and then all those needles activate at the same time. So you have like ten little, and they leave you a big old scar in your. And you're, and you're, you look terrified. You're like, you're about to run away. Yeah. I actually uh, have one right here. I'm about to pull it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, that, that would scare the fuck out of you. No. Yeah. Uh, I already faint with like regular needles. So get out of town. No. Yeah. I whenever don't. I go to get a shot or anything, they ask me, they're like, have you ever fainted? And I tell them yes. Cause I technically did once already. So now they just, they, they have to do like all these precautions when I get needles. They have to lay me down, turn just, off the lights. They sc you're scared of it, bro? No, yeah, a big, big fear. <laughs> yeah, I was for what I told you, bro. <laughs> bro, they don't hurt. I know, but they scare the fuck out of me. I think, I think I'm think i not so scared of shots. I'm more scared of getting blood drawn because that's a thick boy. 
No, that's that's every any type of big needle like that that goes in you for surgical needs or medical needs. Yeah, that scares me. Jesus, I've had like shots in my stomach. I've had shots like in my butt. That those those hurt the um what is it the we call them peanut butter shot but the penicillin like when you when you go into the marine corps that like that first week you have to get like shots after shots after shots i remember dude like when we were i think we were our first time going into the field i don't remember but it was literally like a like a car wash dude like you go in you step and then you got one person to your left one person to your right giving you shot and you're like fuck and then you take two more steps and then there's another set dude and then you keep going there's like at least four Four, four or five people on each side just injecting you, bro. And you're just walking through like a car wash. And then by the time the time you're out, it's the last one. And so you're by the wall and they have like these little handprints on the wall where you have to put your handprints. And they're like, all right, pull your pants down, hands uh, hands on the wall. And then they just fucking whoop in your butt, dude, in your butt cheek. Hey, for real? I'm being for real. And uh, like it's, it's the... Uh, the the product the the con- like the content that's going into your body it's so thick dude it's just you could feel it just coming in like like it's it sucked dude it sucked but I think that's what helped me like not be scared of needles anymore because you did that for like a week you're like fuck it whatever no but I used to get a lot of shots as a kid uh, I'm sure you did. I mean I got shots as a kid but no for everything bro for everything yeah when they were all sick it was always a shot it was those Mexican uh yes oh those penicillin <laughs> yeah the and, 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 antibodies yeah uh even with all those I don't know I still don't yeah. like him they Jesus. give me a fear baby D uh thoughts on uh Delta variant oh yeah it's been it's very it's been uh very crazy over here especially in Austin a lot of these places are like um they have like posts like Oh, they're required to like enter into a building. You have to have a mask and everything. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's crazy going from like a month ago where no one gave a fuck anymore. You could just walk anywhere, no mask. To now, it's like, yo, where's your mask? I had a Uber kick me out. Like, I I was at the bar, and I, you know, obviously, I didn't have a mask, and I was trying to get in the car, and they're like, hey, do you have a mask? And I'm like, no, I don't. And they're like, no, fuck. I'm out and I'm like, lady, it's two thirty at night. I gotta go home. Like, that's not my problem. See you. Yeah, yeah. I was at a coffee shop actually a couple of days ago, and I didn't have a mask because I'm also vaccinated, and you know I just feel comfortable. And I had this lady go up to me and she questioned me. She's like, "Hey, why are you not wearing a mask?" And you know, it was, it was just an awkward conversation. And uh, yeah, especially over here in Austin, you can't restrain my freedom, lady. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> it's been no, it, well, it's been right. weird. Man. I just, I just, I've got used to not wearing it, and then going back to wearing it. Like it, it, I, I'm, I'm wearing it now. Like I, I, I carry it with me. I have to ride on the metro when I ride the bus, but uh, I mean, I'm, I'm wearing it. I'm not a, I'm like, for everyone out there that sees me not wearing a mask, I, I'm, I'm down for the masking. <laughs> I, I'm vaccinated. I just forget sometimes. Come on, cut me some slack. Right, right. I think, like you said, we're just so comfortable to not wearing I mean, masks. We went like a whole month, two months, like not wearing that, and right, then right. I don't know where we got to wear it. Skip bell. Yeah, as soon as I got vaccinated, I threw my mask away. So <laughs> 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 now I'm having to get all these masks again because every I work, I have to wear one, and I've been pretty good following it. I keep it always on me just because. I don't want to get COVID, especially since I'm going back home in a bit. Yeah. No, I feel it. I feel it. 
All right, gentlemen. So uh, let's get let's get into this. Let's get into this topic of uh, uh, class of twenty twenty one. Right. Let's begin this with. Uh, let's take it back. So I know a lot of people don't know this. Some people might, uh, but I'll I'll give a short little tell on how I met Andre. And uh, I think you remember this, Andre. Yes, I do. You told it to my mom. Well, your mom was there. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Give me one of the, give me one of the uh, fresh kicks hazy IPAs. Uh, one for Andre too. Uh, We're not sponsored though. Not sponsored though, unless they send over a six pack. We're good. No, but yeah, I did. I did remind your mom because your mom recognized me, uh, and I think a lot of people didn't know this, but I I met you your freshman year when you were moving in. Yes, you did. You were the one that helped me move in. Yeah. So I um. I was volunteering, uh, so we were doing recruitment for a fraternity, and uh, we volunteered at, for, I forgot the hall, what was it, San Marcos Hall? Blanco Hall. Blanco Hall. So we were helping helping y'all move in, and I went up to you guys, because you guys were like offloading your mom's car, and uh, and I was like, oh, you know, a brown guy just like me, coming in, Let me let me go talk to them. And I think I went over there. I asked your mom. Y'all were talking in Spanish, so I talked to your mom in Spanish. And she's like, "Yeah, come on, help me out. I gotta get this knucklehead in into the room." Uh, and she was just lecturing you. So she reminded me of my mom too, because like, like I'm pretty sure if like my mom had to go for my moving day, she'd probably be lecturing me too. Like, "Hey, did you pack this? Did you, you know, all this? Did you forget your socks? Did you clean your underwear? Type of shit." Uh, and then you, we, we, we were hoping you move in, and then I waited. For your your parents and, and brothers to leave, and they all left, and it was just me and you in the room. And I said, "Hey, man, uh, you should uh, come to one of my fraternity parties that we're having, uh, rush parties." And you said, "Yeah, yeah, I think I think I might be down. I don't know." And I gave you my Instagram, and and you tried, you were gonna hit me up. Uh, well, I was gonna hit you up to go to a party, but you but but I did hit you up, but you never responded back. And then the next day, so we had the party. It was a big old party. Everybody came out. The next day, uh, like I I saw that he read my message because you could see on Instagram. So the next day, he hits me up and he's like, "Hey man, uh, can you buy me some beer?" And he, I mean, he was yeah, just moved into the doors. He was eighteen, and yeah, I was seventeen at that time, dude. No, you were not. I was. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I started school. You remember? So I did. I I didn't buy him anything. We'll leave it like that. <laughs> I didn't. I no, honestly, I did not buy him anything because I was like this. Like I was like this motherfucker has the balls to not come to a party that I invited him, and now he was even buying beer. Uh, but but then we like we we still kept talking. Didn't buy him beer, but we still kept talking, and he ended up rushing, and he got into the fraternity, and here we are a few years later. And then Baby D, well, there's no special story. I just I just met him. Uh, <laughs> I just met him at a party. Yeah, it's funny um, you mentioned that because I actually moved into my dorm four years ago on this very same day. I was oh, looking wow. through my uh, snap, story, snap memories and yeah, I moved into uh, Sayers Hall, great hall, uh, lived with four sweet mates and yeah, it was it was just a St- great scar- hall. Scary story? No, 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 that's uh, that's scary. I lived in Sayers Hall. Oh, Sayers, <laughs> Sayers, Sayers. Okay, it, sorry. It had, uh, it had just been like renewed or like build or something so we had like wi-fi and 
Jesus. We had a volleyball court. And Wi-Fi at, at, in the dorms? We had, like, elevators and everything. We had a kitchen. Mind. It was it was a really fancy, like, dorm at the it time. Was, uh, it was Falls and Sayers, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Any Bobcats out there that know it, they, they know what's up. Uh, but but it's funny that you bring that up. Like it's funny that we bring that up because that's that's where your guys's journey started as uh, class of twenty twenty one. Now, uh, I I wanted to talk to y'all about this because I know there's a lo- there's a lot of young listeners in the show. Ooh, I'm thirsty. Uh, but there is a lot of young listeners in the show that really wanna that wanna wanna get a glimpse of 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 college, right? And I know that we talk a lot about in this podcast about post grad life. But if we could give some insights on uh, what you expected when you were coming in and what the reality was, so I I I found this article, and it's really it's it's <laughs> it's from Seventeen, the magazine, the the girls magazine, or, or I'm sorry, women magazine, Seventeen. <laughs> but but I got I, it's called the college uh, versus it's college expectations versus reality and i went through it and i'm like holy shit like this is kind of this is kind of interesting so i was like you know what let me let me bring this article uh to to these guys and let me see what they think and then we could go from there and just kind of share the college expectations versus reality how, how does that sound that sounds pretty good sounds good to me all right so this is uh, this was written by uh, Ario Nagi. I'm not sure who that is, but this was uh, again 17 August 2014. So it's it's a it's a little outdated. Funny though, August 2014 is when I started college. Damn, you're old. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys, you guys are young. because uh, you guys, you guys were true freshmen, right? You guys are both 22, 22. Yeah, we're both 22. Yeah, we're we're both pretty young. Uh, yeah, you guys, yeah. you guys went through the through the whole process like straight out of high school. And all. Okay, so this is gonna be perfect. So, uh, so the first ex- first expectation here that I got is um, when you, when when you're going in, your expectations is hitting up awesome parties every night with your friend. Hashtag YOLO. But the reality is. You're gonna be hanging out in a crowded dorm room with your hallmates until your your RA breaks it up. Would you say that's the truth? Were you expecting parties like every night? Uh, yeah, cause that's the that's the that's the reason I didn't go to that one party that first time. Remember I told you? <laughs> yeah, you told me. <laughs> cause I was scared. I didn't know what was gonna happen. I thought I don't know. I thought it was like the movies. So it you, was way better. You, you just didn't want. <laughs> You just didn't want to go because you like would you like you thought you were gonna get hazed that night or what were you thinking? No, nah, I don't know. I just thought I would have died. <laughs> no, come on, don't say that. No, I mean I don't know. You see all these movies coming in, but it's not even like that. What movie specifically do you remember? Like uh, American Pie. American Pie. Yeah. Okay. Baby D. What about you? Like, were you expecting going out every night? Oh, uh, I wasn't, but it was actually interesting because I actually like happened to go out like on a Tuesday night. My uh, my sweetmate was really like just like super outgoing. Like he wanted to do everything. Um, so yeah, when I moved in, like the same week, we were just hitting like fraternity parties, like other fraternity parties, and just like hitting up like apartment parties. Yeah, it was crazy. I don't know. It, it looked like almost like what the movies look like, but a little bit different than that. Yeah, I felt. Yeah, I think uh, when I better, better, better. <laughs> yeah. I, I think when I when I got there, I did expect to be going out every night. My first week there at Texas State, I I did orientation and I uh, and every I, every night 
like there was some rush party going on like one fraternity did monday the other fraternity did tuesday and it was different themes it was uh you know toga parties it was uh risky business it was all these other shit and then uh i mean you probably guys you guys weren't here for this but there was this thing called yik yak and it just relaunched by the way uh it relaunched yesterday or two days ago anyways yik yak was like the anonymous posting uh app and so everybody would go in there and be like hey party here party there party and so like there's so much shit going on but i think i think freshman year i think freshman sophomore year that's what it was all about when I got to junior, well, also, too, my friends were underage, but uh, I want to say, like, around sophomore, junior year, I started going out of bars more. I started hanging out with, our, up, like, I hanged out with my upperclassmen friends more because I didn't want to go to parties anymore. I think parties got, like, draining, you know what I mean? Like, parties drained me out. Like, I was all about more just hitting the bars up, um, hanging out with my upperclassmen friends and just going to the square. I stopped going to 6th Street because it... It was just too far. It was just too much work. So I just hanged out at the local bars and and did that. And it wasn't like I found myself going out more for like beer specials, like Dollar Dose or, you know, Whiskey Wednesday, whatever the case may be. And then on the weekends, sometimes I chilled. I I, I stopped like liking big parties like around junior junior year. I was like, "Ah, I'm already like, I don't want to go to no house party, apartment party, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of those times, like. They just, they were missing, like, I don't know, like, they just weren't hitting the same. You would show up, and people would be like, oh, like, who do you know here? The parties just weren't lit, and to some, like, you got to figure out, like, well, I got to yeah. take an Uber, big group of friends, like, what are we going to do? Yeah. Maybe the party got busted, that was a big thing. Oh, yeah. yes. The party would just get, yeah, out of nowhere, just chilling, and then the cops come through, and it was just, like, too much hassle when you could just go to a bar. Yeah, and, and I think too. Um, uh, it's funny you said that. I think also because uh, I think once once you got like a little, once you started like going to a few parties, you just kind of wanted to stop hanging out with strangers, and you just wanted to party with, especially in the fraternity. Like you just wanted to party with people you know. Like you didn't want to walk in a room full of strangers because I wasn't cool anymore. Yeah, I don't know, Andre. No, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I love the bars now. <laughs> Ever since I turned twenty one, you guys are gonna like them even more, man. They get better as you get older. I don't know. I don't think I can hang anymore. <laughs> another uh, another expectation here is no homework, endless chill time. Uh, yas, uh, three, four A's, uh, three S's. But the reality, uh, you know, being stuck at the library until 1 a.m. trying to get through for the 500 pages of reading before your class the next morning. How did, how did you feel about that, the, the homework workload? I mean, we're all different majors here. Well, me and you are kind of similar. So with me, uh, most of my classes were based around like mathematics and luckily I've always been like pretty good with that, uh, all my life. So, and there was only like every semester, they'd only be like one class I really had to study for the other ones. I'd probably like study the night before or the day of and get an A. So I've, I've, I've always, <laughs> I got pretty lucky with that. <laughs> did, I, I love math. Did you do a lot of cramming? Uh, somewhat not really because like i paid attention in class because like all my like all my classes i <laughs> i went to i really enjoyed Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i really enjoyed them so i really paid attention in those classes and like so there wasn't really need for me to study yeah what about you baby d oh no i was the total opposite like i would like go home go back to the dorm maybe at, like at two three in the morning uh my freshman year had like three classes that were 8 a.m so i would literally wake up like 7 a.m 
try to read the material and then just jump in a class. Oh, wow. So you made an effort. Right. Yeah. Right. And I mean, at my freshman year, I was also a, a law enforcement major. Like I was like criminal justice, like completely different from my uh, major that I graduated with. So it was completely different material. It was yeah. way harder. I think, I, I think, yeah, I think, uh, I did cramming just on my uh, classes on what are the core curriculum. So freshman year, I did a lot of cramming. Sophomore year, I did some cramming. But by junior year, I was like, hey, man, if I don't know this shit by 10, 11 o'clock at night, <laughs> yeah, I don't mind. No, yeah. Like, I should have been knowing it by now. And so I think that was a good balance for me because cause you, you'll be surprised how great like a, like, a, like a good six, seven hours of sleep. Like, you'll, you'll, you'll feel refreshed the next day. You know what I mean? No, yeah. Uh, me, I love sleep, so whenever I would get it, I'd take it. Yeah. Okay, uh, so this next one is uh, hanging out with all your besties all the time. Uh, but the reality is missing your high school friends and feeling like you'll never find your, new, uh, you'll never find your peeps. You know, don't worry, you will. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, that's so true, because uh, I joined the fraternity my first semester in. So I literally came to Texas State without like visiting the campus or yeah. like not knowing anybody. And luckily, Tosh just happened to help me move in. <laughs> I had, had to get them there. Yeah, they became li lifelong friends and some people from the dorms that I still talk yeah, to. Yeah, but you, 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 it's interesting though because, well, we'll talk about it in a little bit, but it's interesting because you actually kept friends with your, 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 your dorm mates. But uh, there's another question, there's another topic on that. But, did you did you find yourself missing your high school friends? Uh, yes, a lot. <laughs> Cause I know you brought some like to come hang out with us. Yes, because uh, with, with me, uh, my friends from high school they're very dear to me. So whenever I had to leave, like I was, it was like me and one other guy that were going like far away. Everybody else stayed home. Yeah. So I remember whenever I left that same day, like that I met you, uh, all my boys they came to see me, like to say goodbye, and that was like pretty nice of them. It was pretty special. Dang. And every time I go back home, I like they always like tell me like to hang out, and I still go see them. Like yeah, you gotta day. make time for you gotta make time for your your high school friends. No, I, yeah, I do the same thing. Uh, I didn't, I didn't miss, like I'm not saying I didn't miss a lot of them, but like I really did. But I think a little something that's different from us is that I I had already been away from them uh, from the military, so it's not like I didn't miss them. It's just like I was used to being away from from my my uh, friends from from Davis uh, when I was young. Now, uh, I did meet a lot of new people, and I think that was able to that was able to balance. And I don't know about you guys, but like, did you guys ever meet like people in college, and you're like, "Bro, this guy reminds me of like the dude back home." Mm -hmm. And so, like, you you kind of start like putting them together, and like, they, like not replacing them, but like you kind of like pair them up, and then like sometimes you confuse them, like you think it's them, but then they're not them. I don't know. I, I kind of, I, I don't want to say I replaced them, but like you know, I match similarities because you know I missed them, and they were able to fill that void, but not you know in a good way. Not like I'm, I'm, I don't know. It sounded bad, <laughs> kind of, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, like they would just be like, like almost as funny as my friends from back home, but not quite. Um, but kind of, kind of opposite to Andre, I didn't actually join the fraternity till my sophomore year. So my first year, my freshman year, I had like a little group of friends through like the group me up, uh, Juan, uh, Matt, which are in the fraternity right now. And we would always just hang out. And yeah, I mean, I would just be real. I was really close with my swimmings, actually. 
uh we would do a lot go to parties and stuff but uh like you said just homies from back home uh they're just different like people you grew yeah. up with like you just can't replace them at the end of the day like hey, they really yeah they're just i don't know they hit different <laughs> it's, it's another thing also too is it's one thing that i i, I told my sister the other day she was bummed out. I mean, th- not the other day, but this is like a year or two. She was bummed out because she had just started high school, and she was bummed out about these girls. I don't know what happened. I forgot the drama, but but I told her I was like, look, like, like this shit's only mattering right now. But I'm telling you, when you get to college, like everything's just gonna be something new. Like you're just, you know, you those people you're not even gonna remember them. Like if they're they if they were mean to you and they're being, you know. You know, they're being, they're being bitches. See, you're not going to remember them. Like you're, I, I told her, I was like, it's, it's funny because the people that I consider my, my, like my best friends, like they're not even from Houston. You know what I mean? No, like yeah. my buddy Jacob's from Austin. Like, how was I going to meet Jacob? You know, how was I going to meet Sammy or Julio? Who's from fucking Del Rio? How was going to, how was I going to meet all these people? Like you don't even know the friendships that you could build that, that you're gonna build with people from out of out of Houston, you know? Yeah, and I think what connects you uh, even more is you're both at the same place. You're fresh out of high school, like yeah, you can relate to so many things. We're like, struggling, you yeah. Know, we're out here struggling, like broke. Everyone, everyone's eating ramen. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I remember a lot of those. <laughs> uh, okay, so this next one is uh, expectations, right? So majoring in pre-med like you planned ever since you decided you wanted to be a doctor at the age of 12 reality though taking organic chemistry your first semester and realizing that being a doctor is not for you and changing your major to art history then deciding that you actually want to major in dance before realizing that you have no idea what you want to do baby d you started this one oh yeah so i came into college with a criminal justice degree I really picked that degree because I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. I was always jealous of people that came in with a, a nursing degree or, a, you know, they wanted to be a teacher. That They were set on what they yeah, wanted to they do. Yeah, they were like, yeah. they had everything planned out. But for me, I was like, well, I don't really know what to do. I'm going to try criminal justice because it's a safe, I mean, kind of safe field. You can always do like, I don't know, police or border it's, patrol. It's very versatile. Right, right, right. So, yeah, I wish I would have done general studies, which is uh, like a non-major where you can just take your basics your first, second year, and then kind of the advisors help you out, path the way into what you actually want to major in. But, yeah, I did the total opposite. <laughs> Andre. Y'all might not know this, but I came in uh, the Texas State as a philosophy major. <laughs> <laughs> that is you know what though that is that's a great major but that's a lot of writing buddy oh dude yeah thank god you I, know what I though, that, those uh those glasses match uh philosophy right there you look like you like you uh got some interesting theories no nothing going on in this brain just numbers just numbers yes <laughs> i think i think uh, so similar story and i i've said this in similar podcasts you know or on this podcast, I, I think that I, I've said that I came in with a graphic design major, but then I went to advertising. I think, I, I and I tell this to a lot of guys, you know, especially in the fraternity or, or, or even young people that I meet because they're like, oh, I don't know what to do. Like, you know, I, I meet people that aren't in school yet and they want to go to school, but they're like, no, it's because I don't want to just go to school and I don't even know what to study. And, and I always tell them, like, just start off, start off easy. Start off with the basics because the basics will 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 identify your strengths 
Like if you like writing and you like, you know, you got all A's in your English classes and you're writing intensive basics like history and sociology and psychology, like pick something around the liberal arts section maybe. But if numbers like you, Andre, they're strong and like you can crunch numbers like that, you know, you're, you're genius in statistics, pick something in the STEM side. And I think, I think that's what the basics are for. Like I know, I know they're horrible. I know they fucking suck ass. But I think that's what the basics are for. The basics are supposed to introduce you a little bit of everything so that you can decide, oh, you know what? Let me be an accountant. Oh, you know what? I like I like uh, writing. Let me be an, uh, a writer in English. And that's another thing, too. People are so worried. And, and this is always one of, the, one of the things that I that I as a freshman struggled with is that people are so worried that that the major is going to define your career, which in general is not like that's not what like I remember sitting with my. My, um, my, my, uh, freshman year, sophomore year. No, nah, no, nah, I was just freshman. I took two, I took a sociology class and a political science class. And I promise you after taking those classes, I went to switch my major to sociology. And I still think about it every now and then like, fuck, I should have done something with sociology or anthropology. It's, it just fascinates me. Like the way that people think and then the way that, uh, but now more into my field, like I, I like, I like looking at consumer behavior i like looking at shopping habits like that's i like looking at trends you know i remember tiktok like i was on tiktok before the pandemic so all my friends were joking with me because i was on tiktok i'm like no dude like this is really interesting like you guys should look at this from an anthropology lens right from from a sociology lens but i wanted to switch it all the time but i figured out that those were my strengths so i figured out well maybe there's something that i could do here with these you know maybe there's something and, 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 and again, the major is not going to define, it's not going to define you. Right. Because, you know, the best major, and I think I told you, I maybe baby D, but the, like the top major that will get you the highest scores in like in the, in the MCAT and the, in the LSAT, it's going to be a philosophy major. The top three degrees for people that want to go to law school is, I think it was history, English, and philosophy. What the fuck did those have to do with anything with law? Not a lot. Like if you think about it like quickly, you're like, no, not a lot. But then you think about it, you're like, okay, well, if I'm going to be a lawyer, I have to know how to write. Bam. That's English right there. I got to know old documents and old scriptures and, and fucking the fucking the Federalist Papers by Alexander Hamilton. Boom. That's history right there, bro. You want to learn theories. You want to learn how to like argue and deflaw arguments. That's philosophy right there. So those, those majors actually come into play. Same thing with like, you know, with anything, anything you want to do, like use that to your advantage, but don't let that define what you want to do. That, that's all I got to say. No, I totally, <laughs> I totally agree. <laughs> Sorry, I went out. Hey, the, the beers are <laughs> no, kicking in. The beers are kicking in. Sorry about that, fellas. No, I know what you mean. Cause yeah, with like any major, yeah, you don't really have to do what that major says. Cause like there's so much you could do with just your major like it just it, it carves so many pathways like after your graduation it's not just like set in stone what you're gonna do you get to choose yeah and i think a lot of these <clears throat> a lot of these jobs like they don't look at your concentration they just look at the, honestly they just look at that you graduated that you got a bachelor's that you did something while you were in college and yeah. that i mean that's about it that and they and they and it's because they look for those skills they like okay like fucking david was actually responsible enough to go to class every day get his degree like 
that shows that you got time management at least. Right. And and that's really it. But like he mentioned, um, just because you, you major in something or graduate with something doesn't mean you're going to work in that work field. You can branch out as much as you want. So this next uh, this next expectation here is uh, so the expectation is you and your roommates will be total besties. The reality You'll eat together at the dining hall every day for the first week and may very well spend the rest of the year pretending each other don't exist. So I I hear a lot of these stories. I hear a lot, a lot of stories that, you know, people see like, like I'll be hanging out with a friend. Like I remember like hanging out with a friend, like I don't know, at, 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 at the, at the well, not the mess hall, but like what were they called? commons or harris or whatever yeah, the dining halls the dining halls yeah. yeah i'll be eating and they'll be like oh that's that guy i live with in like sophomore year <laughs> freshman year no, yeah <laughs> but you guys were opposite well both of y'all i know andre you like till this day you still talk to your roommates uh yeah so they weren't really my roommates but we basically were because like we'd cr- so luckily like we lived in a dorm with like three bedrooms and both of my roommates, one of them dropped out, so it was just me and this other guy. And the other guy moved in to his boy's apartment like the first month in, so I had the whole place to Your myself. Your room had a weird layout, though. Your room reminded me of my room in the Marine Corps because it was three people to a room, no privacy. Like that, I, I, I live like that, and I'm telling you, that shit sucks. So no. I, I, can't, I can imagine <laughs> you like being... Here's the thing, though, like college is so stressful. Like I cannot imagine like having sharing that space like that. I don't know. By that first month, both of my roommates had moved out. So I had that whole place to myself for a whole year. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I didn't really mind it. I had my boys stay over. uh, And yeah, bro. But I really talked to like people that lived in my dorm. I still talk to them to this day. I still go visit them. They still come visit me. Um, yeah, no, for me, I, I made a really close uh, bond with my three other roommates. So my actual roommate that lived maybe like three feet away from my bed, um, he was really cool. I mean, I saw him maybe like every now and then. He was rushing a fraternity uh, straight freshman year, so I didn't really see him. I only saw him really like at 2, 3 a.m. when he was coming back. But uh, the next door, the which was my sweetmate, we're really close i mean i got to meet his family went to a crawfish boil in houston mm. just really close bonds i mean i still talk to him to this day there who is he i never met him uh sack so sack if you're hearing this shout out to sack but shout out zach uh he was my yeah my wingman we would just go out to the bars as freshmen just like i don't know just like <laughs> bars had freshmen <laughs> like crazy stories me and him <laughs> but uh he was a really close guy to me we would just uh, i don't know we could just relate so much and yeah it was it was interesting because uh it was like a culture- you had a crush on him no 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 <laughs> <just kidding. laughs> no, no. It, it was crazy because it was really like a culture shock i mean i'm from the valley it's you know a lot of people that i don't know talk the way that i talk when i'm back home and they relate to yeah. just the culture and Co- yeah culture is different. yeah yeah and meeting these guys i mean three white guys like straight white and I mean, they were just really welcoming and just really cool. I don't know. They're just I don't know. Yeah, good, no, no, good th- friends. Good I friends. Think, <laughs> I think that's what uh, college is. I think you you'll meet you'll become friends with people that you least expected, right? Uh, I like you know. They say that Texas say like a lot of people are from Houston, but I barely like 
I barely met people from Houston. I met people from Dallas, from Del Everybody Rio. Everybody I meet is from Houston, dude. That's, <laughs> see, that's crazy because, like, for me, it was different. Like, for me, they were from San Antonio. I think the biggest population that, like, I hung out with was, like, from San Antonio or Austin. But, again, like, they're from everywhere, you know? Uh, did you want to add something to this? Oh, no, no. I just had the mic real close. Okay. <laughs> you look like you're ready to uh, yeah, I'm about some, to drop knowledge, some knowledge, some dude. knowledge right here. Uh, okay, so this next expectation is doing your own laundry like the mature adult that you are. When in reality, you're going to wait until you run out of clean underwear to go home for the weekend so that your mom will do your laundry. I didn't go home that much, but best believe I called my mom like two, three times. Every time I did laundry, I had her walk me through every step, dude. Oh, my God, Andre. <laughs> Baby D. Yeah, no, it, yeah, same thing. I Like, I saw a machine, and I was like, what do I do, Mom? But I actually have, like, a crazy story, like, my like first couple weeks doing laundry. So before, like, when I started out, I would always leave my laundry, like, like, um, just like cleaning itself and whatever and then just put it in the dryer but one time i actually like i had some underwear stolen from my <laughs> yeah so then after that every single time i would always just stay at the laundry room and like make sure my clothes dried out <laughs> but after that incident i was like yeah i'm gonna stay here for a while like i don't know do some homework or something because after that i was like damn like there's some like underwear thieves or underwear something. Thieves, <laughs> yeah the, the underwear bandage is walking through it was me man <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> no that's crazy that's crazy yeah no I know, I know for a lot of people it's going to be the first time doing chores by themselves uh for me it wasn't so much chores like I, like i grew up when i was growing up like i i bought my own clothes so i didn't let my like no one touch it like, i didn't let my brothers touch it like hey that's my fresh tea that i bought so I didn't, let, I didn't let no one touch my clothes i did my own laundry as a kid but i think one of the things that i like had to learn quick was uh how to cook because I like after high school, I went to the Marine Corps and the Marine Corps, we have a cafeteria. Go to college. I didn't live in the dorms. I lived in my own kitchen. The the, met, the dining halls get expensive. You know what I'm saying? No, and they eat, do. <laughs> and eating out is not pretty healthy. So I was like, fuck, I got to do scientists. I got to figure it out. And so I, I experimented a lot, like learning how to cook, like learning oil, like calling my dad. My, my dad's a cook in my family. So like, hey, like how much water do I put or I don't know what to do. And then he'll be like, yeah, just do this, this, this. So, no, I feel you guys. Doing something that we're not used to, like, you're going to learn in college, especially being away from your family, like, that long. No, yeah, dude. You got to, like, you got to figure out how to survive by yourself. Yeah. Luckily for us, uh, since we're freshmen, we oh, have, yeah, like. And you guys are in the dorm, too, surrounded by, yeah, so like, we had thousands like, of y'all. Yeah, so we had, like, dining dollars. Thousand idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. So like, you come into college, you have to get a, a mandatory like meal plan, which is like crazy expensive. Looking back at the price of it, but I mean, we had like a dining hall, like maybe like three minutes, three minute walk, four yeah, minute Harris. walk. Yeah, yeah. Harris was my favorite one. Yeah. So I mean, you literally just walk down, get some like pizza, or, like whatever you want. We had some other places that were nearby um but yeah luckily for us we didn't really have to struggle with like food like we could just walk down to the dining hall and we just had food ready <laughs> no yeah but that first year living by myself i ate tuna for like a whole month just because i didn't know how to cook Sheesh. it was not good dude oh. i had to call my mom like plenty of times again the ramen no just a lot of tuna bro oh Can't my tuna. god dude. i had to call my mom i was like hey i know it was gross i know it was laundry first but now i need help cooking <laughs> 
All right. Uh, going to this next expectation here. Uh, ditch in class to finish your Pretty Little Liars marathon because, well, you, you can't. Reality is skipping one class and feeling like you took a three-week vacation. How did they go over so much material in one one day? Uh, I don't know. I, I only started skipping class until my fourth year. Every year before that, I'd always show up because I... I, I like were I told you, you I'm really good at it. Were I you scared school. of skipping? Oh, you always oh you love school. I love school and plus I was scared of skipping because I know how much like that one week fucks you up, dude. Yeah, no, it it definitely like messes you up. Like 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 how the, how it says here, like you know, skipping one class and you feel like holy shit, like what the fuck happened? Yeah, so like in in class you typically have like two days during the week, so like two lectures. So if you miss out on those two lectures, you're like far behind. You're like, you go back to class and you're like, yo, what did I miss? And they're like, here, I'm just giving my notes because it's a lot. But um, yeah, no, for me, I occasionally skip class, maybe to go to like Sewell or like go hang out with homies or go to the outlet malls. But yeah, no, I, I didn't really skip. Maybe my only class that I did skip was my 8 a.m. Just because it was just like a ton of work to like, get up in the morning especially no, those, yeah <laughs> those i i i would walk in late to my 8 a.m's uh for me i for me it was a little wait well i did skip a few times but i tried not to skip because again like you skip and you feel like everything is just this <laughs> this like like it, like i remember if i would skip one class like my whole day was thrown off like it was just thrown off and it's funny now because in grad school if you don't pay attention for like 10 minutes you're like, what the fuck just happened? So that's a, that's a little difference from 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 undergrad and college, like and grad school. Like, like I like 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 I'll check a quick email that I got that caught my attention. I'm like, oh shit, and then I'll, I'll read it and I will reply quick, and then I'm and then I turn back up and I'm like, oh fuck, dude, I have no idea where we're at, and now I feel lost. But I did skip. Uh, like I said, I didn't like to skip because I like I I would feel like my whole day would be off. There was a few times that I did skip. Uh, Thursday, the, the the morning after the Astros won the World Series, I was not in class for my 8 a.m. <laughs> I was hungover because, you know, I was partying. But I did skip one class one time, too, because, uh, be, well, because uh, I went floating <laughs> instead of going to class. I, 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 that class, I felt so behind. Uh, but but I, went, I went to the park, and then after that, like, I got, like, a good refresher. I got a good breathe in. And I was able to come back and get my D to a C. So it worked out. Yeah. And I think the craziest thing about college is these professors, like, they don't keep check on you. Like, if you don't, like, if you miss a oh, class, yeah. they're yeah. not going to be don't like, care. like, hey, why weren't you Well, here? you're paying for it. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you pretty much walk in, like, whatever time you want. Like, uh, it's way different than high school. Like, you can show up whenever, show up late. Like, yeah. professors won't care. It's it's a whole different ballgame. <laughs> Yeah, I never skipped, but best believe I showed up late. <laughs> yeah, no, I I would show up late. I was like, you know what, I'm I'm gonna show up late. If I get, I don't care. No, yeah, cause those first couple minutes, they're just doing like the intro. Yeah, they're doing the intro. Yeah, yeah. so like five ten minutes, that's that's the latest I'll come in. Best believe I'm gonna get those few extra minutes of sleep, dude. Uh, this next expectation here is uh, sleeping in till noon every day. Reality, trying to stay awake during your eight thirty a.m. lecture. Which in college time it's like five thirty a.m. It's it's fucking brutal. Which I think we just covered that. We did cover that, so I'll skip it. I will say though, 
I will say, like, I I think I've told this to a few people, like, you know, some of those Disney movies, like, you know, like those were like some of my first, um, I guess, like first perspectives of college. And one of them was the Goofy movie Extreme. Do you guys remember that? Or are you guys too young for that? Uh, no, I think I remember it. The one where Goofy goes to college with his son and they uh, and they join the skateboard team. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I remember it. So yeah. all, those, all those kids, like they all had classes at 2 p.m. and they would all sleep in and, and Goofy would go and wake them up early. But I think I remember that too. I'm like, damn, like I, I get to go to school late. But then I sign up for an 8.30 and I'm like, well, not an 8.30, an 8 o'clock. And I'm like, fuck 8 a.m.s every time like <laughs> even even this even till this day like i had an 8 a.m this summer horrible dude who who plans this dude like not even <laughs> at work i didn't get i didn't get to the office till like 8 45 9 o'clock some days because the, the work day starts at nine like who who like why eight I I don't know, man, but there's some people, hey, some people just hate themselves. That's what I think. Because, <laughs> like, those ADMs, they're brutal. I've only had them that first semester, and then I only had to get it once afterwards, but yeah. that's because the only time they're, that's the only time they had. Yeah, and especially, like, if you don't have, like, a whole schedule built around it, like, if you just have, like, a big gap till, like, 2 p.m. So oh, those have, are the worst. So you, you have, have an 8 a.m. and then your next yeah. class is at 4. And then your class is like further on. You're just kind of like, whoa, I could just stay asleep till like 2 p.m. till my class starts. Facts, facts. Yeah, so it, yeah, it was it was terrible. I would never recommend that to anybody. Don't do 8 a.m.s. <laughs> All right, this next expectation. Uh, your dorm will look exactly like it does in the ads. Uh, when in reality, your dorm room... <laughs> More like a closet, closet cram with oddly shaped, mismatched furniture. I had ants in my room. I had an ant problem. <laughs> that shit was fucking, that shit was horrible, dude. Baby D. Yeah, no, our dorm was like terrible. I think uh, we had like a mini fridge. The only thing we would keep in check was like a six pack of beer. Like, uh, yeah, honestly, that, yeah, that was it. <laughs> Everything else was a mess. Like, yeah, no, it was it was terrible. We yeah, we would just go home and sleep. That's really all we would do. <laughs> any any advice for for dorms? Like, yes, if they got the ceilings like the square ceiling, you know the square ceilings that you could like pop open. Yeah, yeah, hide your liquor there. That's what <laughs> I would do. <laughs> That's what well, I did. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe not not those kind of tips. Yeah, uh, yeah, or just become close to your like RA or something, and like I don't know, just be cool with you them. You guys are horrible. You guys are horrible. <laughs> I think the the tips that I would recommend is uh, don't bring a lot of shit. Just bring just bring your clothes. Uh, bring a few notebooks, and uh, I mean, have a good storing system. And I think if you if you if you know how to store everything, you'll be good to go. Don't be the the roommate that keeps shit everywhere. I don't have a lot of dorm dorm room experience, but I do have experience when I lived in, in the bachelor enlisted quarters, which is a fucking dorm. I kept all my, my shit locked. I had a, a locker that locked. So I never liked leaving shit out. I always tried being a clean roommate. I just tried being a nice guy. Uh, also, I don't like leaving my shit around cause I don't know who's going to grab it. No, that's true. Dude. <laughs> uh, I kept my pr- dorm pretty uh, neat. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. It's because me and David, we baby D, we we were like roommates. We lived in the same room at one point. Yeah, you guys. You guys <laughs> so we saw each other. Ha- each you guys have it. Yeah, you guys lived with each other and uh, at the house, right? Yeah, yeah. So at our fraternity house, we lived together for a yeah a semester. It almost felt like a year, but um, yeah, we we had like our own little like uh, room, kind of separated, like his side and my side. 
But um, yeah, no, it worked out. It worked out. <laughs> he was yeah. a good roommate. He was a good roommate. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I hate this guy, but <laughs> it was a fun time. <laughs> nah, dope, dope guy, dope, dope guy. All right, yeah. uh, this is the expectation. Um, uh, not having to close. Uh, this kind of we already covered this. Not having to nap all day whatever uh turning heads with all your super sophisticated new college outfits when in reality after two weeks uh, embracing sweatpants and a hoodie as an appropriate outfit for class just like everyone else i went to class with what i slept in which was my underwear no you did not (laughs) no but i I would just put on whatever like whatever i saw that was like near me i'd grab and like go to class yeah baby d uh, it just really just depended how early the class was like if it was at 2 p.m i would kind of like show out because you never know like trying like trying to look good but then you gotta yeah (laughs) but then you gotta think like you gotta walk i mean we live like okay yeah we live like 20 minutes away from most of our classes right I mean, sure, you could take the bus, but when you're like falling behind and you got to hurry to class, like you just gotta, you just gotta walk. Like, yeah. So yeah, a lot of times, like you, you just yeah. <laughs> I think I think for me, uh, cause cause you mentioned that we we, I think this goes like through every college campus in America. You're gonna have to walk. So having comfortable sneakers is gonna be a plus. Uh, I I always wear shorts. Uh, grad school's a little different. Uh, sometimes I have to wear pants. Most of the times I have to wear pants. Well, sometimes, sometimes I don't. Uh, but if I do wear shorts, I make sure that they're appropriate. Not like the the Nikes or the New Balance shorts that I would wear in undergrad. Now, like I, I try to like wear uh, shorts that have belt loops, you know, because I because sometimes I do ride my bike or sometimes I'll ride the bus. Uh, t-shirts in undergrad, they were a thing. Loved it in undergrad, grad school. I, 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 I'm not going to wear a t-shirt. I might have like snuck one in every now and like during finals maybe, but uh, grad school, all collared because you don't know who you're gonna meet. Well, we're not there yet, man. Hopefully soon. <laughs> <laughs> but but I will say though, at Texas State, like I did wear sneakers, but most of the time I wear chacos. Dude, sometimes it rains. I don't like wearing rain boots because then like your like your your feet and, and they all get all sweaty. I'd rather like get wet like get my feet wet from the rain and then have it dried out because bro no like remember like i don't know when i was there like it would flood a lot no i was there too yeah i wouldn't go to class those, those are the only times i'd skip dude yeah yeah i'd go through like i'd go through walking up outkeck once and then be like yeah this is enough for me i can't do this two two more times i can't you yeah. uh baby d you got something um yeah and i think also like just Baby being, D woke up and turned his swag on. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So I was going to add to that. So I think as like uh, being a fraternity, like, I mean, you're not like mandatory to wear certain stuff. But I think just like us, we would wear like comfort colors or like a certain clothes that just kind of like, uh, well, it's, we're, it's, it's like we're just custom to. Yeah, like, it was just what was in style. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like that's. I love my sorority shirts. Shout out to all the sororities out there <laughs> for keeping me strong. Yeah, because those, I mean, you pay for those sorority shirts and, or, or like you, maybe you don't pay for them, but like it's a shirt, it's another shirt that I can throw in rotation on Monday through Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you, I mean, you're just walking on campus and like, I don't know. You're just like, yeah, like, I'm, yeah. Technically, uh, from what I remember, it was, uh, it was PR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a word. <laughs> yeah, it was PR, man. <laughs> uh, so this next expectation is uh, you pick off uh, hot, mature college men to date 
in reality, you just it's fratty dudes bumping into you and spilling drinks on your new shoes at crowded parties. So for us, it's a little, you know, dating, D- dating college. Should we cover that a little quick, quick sesh on dating? Yeah, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, <laughs> I think dating in college is the worst. you're laughing at me okay so Andre would tell you this I'm not even lying Andre told me one time uh, he came to the house and he's like man I I met this girl I think I want to date her I said Andre don't do it brother don't do it he's like "Ah, I'm gonna do it (laughs) (laughs) no yeah so I dated that girl for like uh, three years. She's a nice girl, nice girl, nice girl. But it's just yeah, somewhat. <laughs> well, I, I I don't know what happened between you. I just know that I broke up. But but I think it's 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 college. Like no one's looking for that. You know, nothing's. I don't think no one's looking for that seriousness unless you're Andre. No man, that girl was pretty crazy, bro. <laughs> that crazy gives them the spice dude i don't know i think it's unfair without her story but yes <laughs> but I, I, I can tell you hella stories dude that's that's for another podcast i or, guess so <laughs> but uh no i think i think uh dating in college like baby d what's your thoughts man i think i think you just fall into it like out of nowhere because i mean you're you have that mentality where like no i'm not gonna date like i'm having too much fun like you don't have to like check in on someone or like i don't know do this yeah you don't you don't have to like yeah yeah but then uh, i think out of nowhere you're just kind of like eh, you know you just get comfortable with the with the relationship and it just happens but yeah yeah my advice yeah don't date in college don't don't, date. don't do it don't do it <laughs> trust us <laughs> I, when i when i was there uh professor brian cooper i think he's still there um uh, he told us he we did a little mock lecture and, and his whole thing was like how to take notes in a college classroom so he gave a 20 30 minute lecture we all wrote down notes and he taught us how to take like you know good notes whatever especially in like a big big hall anyways after the end of the class he's like hey like you know i'm glad you guys came out uh, if I leave you with any advices, do not date in college. He's like, if you have a boyfriend, girlfriend back home, call him after this class, tell him it's over. Just do not date in college. He's all like, college is like a college is like a big buffet, right? It's a big buffet, and 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 if you if you're dating, you might as well grab grab all that food and throw it in a dumpster. And I was like, holy shit! Like, prof over here said it. I'm not gonna date. Nah, my man, speaking facts, dude. I, 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 okay, so, so I will say this: on, on the more serious side, I think college is a place where we're trying to figure out what we want to do. We're trying to figure out well, who we are because you you will find yourself. Um, for example, there's there's a good example. You'll find that you are not going to be the same person you were when you started. And so, well, tell us what do you mean by that? Well, I'll tell you. I remember. I got out of the Marine Corps and I went to college and I did like two my did two years, I think. I went back home for 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 you know summer break or something, I don't remember. And I was hanging out with the same, you know, the same some same same homies hanging out and they were like, dude, why are you talking white? And I was like, excuse me, sir. <laughs> no, I know what he means. <laughs> yes, bro. He's like, like yes. why, why are you being white now? Why are you being that, that dog? Like, why are you being, well, they didn't say dog, they said the N word, but like, why are you being white? Like, are you, and I'm like, what do you mean, bro? I'm just chilling. It's like, like you, you say bro a lot, dude a lot. I'm like, I'm not, a, yeah, like, 
they gave me a whole different perspective and i'm like well no it's because i like i'm mature like uh you know my my vocabulary expanded i'm speaking proper <laughs> yeah yeah i'm no. trying to get hired somewhere yeah i know a lot of my homies from uh from back home like i go back home and they're like dude why are you like talking like that you sound like way different when you were in high school i'm like man like just college it just changes you like it's it's different I'm a man now. I came in here as a kid. Dude. <laughs> well, I mean, well, I, mean, I just, I just like my, like, like, like that's the truth. Like my vocabulary expanded. Like I started being proper. I want to be taken seriously. You oh, know. Yes. And I'm not saying like, like I just, I mean, that's that's what comes uh, with being, I guess, educated. But like, when did it turn to being white? Like, what the f- like, 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 I, and it happened to me a lot, especially because I also changed like my hairstyle. Here's the truth of my hairstyle. I just. Bro, I'm not gonna pay fifty dollars every 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 two weeks just to get a fade, bro. I'd rather do that once every quarter. You know what I mean? I'd rather go to Great Clips. I get I get joked on Great Clips, but dude, Great Clips, fifteen dollars. That's all I need. That's all I need. I mean, Andre, you went through like what four or five different hairstyles? You grew your hair out. You chopped it off. <laughs> no, we so. called you curly fries for like. Yeah, it's because my hair gets real curly. But dude, uh, I, David knows this. I told Billy this like pretty recently. I've always oh ha- shout out shout out Billy in the audience. Oh yeah, Billy. <laughs> Billy yeah. live audience. Say hi, Billy. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> no, but yeah, I've always had my hair long. I've only had my hair short like now. This is probably like the sixth time in my life. Yeah. Because every time that when you met me, I had just cut it. So Sheesh. every I've had it long like all my life, like since I was a kid. And I'll cut it, like, maybe for, like, a year, have it short for a year, and then let it grow out for, like, two, three years. And, yeah, bro, you just happened to meet me when I had it short, so that's how you know me. Because <laughs> <laughs> all my buddies, they know me with long hair. So it's weird for them to see me with the short hair. No, I, I feel that, dude. I feel that a lot. Uh, well, gentlemen, I think that, that's the uh, that that's the whole section on, uh, on 17. <laughs> Expectations versus college reality. I hope that uh, helped out. Uh, some people that are, are undecided about going to college, but, uh, if not, you guys heard some cool stories, go to college. I didn't want to go to college at first, but best believe it's the best decision I made in my life, dude. Baby D. Yeah, no, it's, it's the best time. Definitely join like an org or something. I don't know. It's, it's a great time. Get involved. Get involved. That's all. That's all I tell everyone. Yes, please. Uh, so I know, I know you guys had some questions, some, uh, post-grad stuff. Uh, let's. You know, let's let's ask away because I know you guys are 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 so confused right now. I, I can't imagine like when I when I graduated college, I was like, "Fuck!" Like, get better. Like, what am I supposed to do? Uh, so I I've always known I wanted to go to grad school, but I didn't know like when I would go back. Yeah. And now that I'm like fresh out of college, like now mm, Billy right here, he's going back to school like next week, and like I'm just like, oh B- damn, Billy, you're an undergrad. Yeah, I am an undergrad. Okay, awesome. So he got some good knowledge here. <laughs> yeah, hey, take notes. <laughs> he took notes. No, but yeah, now that like everybody's going back to school and seeing- it's it's always it's so it's funny that you said that because everyone like you graduate and you're like when what like you you're so excited because you graduate you walk, but when you see everyone going back to school, it's when it hits you're like, oh fuck. I am not going back to school. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> no, yeah, that, that's where it hit. I was like, I'm not going back to school. And since, like, I told you already, like, I didn't know I was going to go to grad school, like, probably my first, second year of college. And, like, now, me being out and seeing all these kids go back to school, 
I'm just it's like a, it's in the back of your head. Yeah, yeah, I'm all like, when do I start my grad school? Because I've always right known I was gonna go, but now I kind of want to go like sooner. Cause so, I love school, man. Yeah, I, I know you do. Uh, so let, let let me start with that. So the way I, I'm I'm in I'm in I'm in your like I was in your shoes too. Like I think, uh, I think too. Like I remember being in college, and I'm like, oh yeah, grad school. Like hopefully one day, hopefully one day. I think uh, I this is an advi- this is an advice that my uh, my uh, not counselor uh, my mentee my mentor uh, she was a grad student uh, in SACA uh, her name is Kelsey uh, I don't think she listens to the podcast but if she does shout out Kelsey uh, and I remember talking to her and remember how I told you how I was thinking like sociology and all that. Yeah. Well, at one point, believe it or not, I wanted to go to law school and I was talking to her about it and I, I was like, that. I was like, I really love advertising, but I'm developing Disney passion for law, especially after taking, uh, you know, media law and like, I, I just thought it was fascinating. And, uh, and, and what she told me is like, look, here's the deal. Like. We we have ideas like we, sometimes we want to do this, sometimes we want to do that, whatever. She's like, if you're not like 100% sure right now, what I recommend you to do ASAP is either take the GMAT, the GRE, or uh, the LSAT. Do one of the three because those scores will like I think the GMAT and the GRE state are like those scores are are good for five years, and so is. Uh, well, the GRE and the GMAT, I think the LSAT's two years. I could be wrong. But if you take those right now, like you still have all your, co- you're still in college mode. So like when, what I mean by that is like, you still know how to study quick. You still know how to balance everything like studying and, 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 and how to like speed up through chapters and like how to take the beefy parts of the, the chapters and the content. So my advice to you right now is take that as soon as possible because they're going to be good for five years. Now, I went like what I did different is I went straight to working, right? Not straight. It took me a while to get my job. Like it took months. I had to take an internship. I had to jump some hoops. But I think if you give work a chance, and the only reason I say is give work a chance is because when you're in the field, you're going you're gonna to know the business and you're going to identify what you want to do. Because we could be sitting here right now, Andre, and you could start your work. I know you told me you don't like doing the uh, maintenance stuff. Is that is that what you said? Yeah, I don't like. So they got me doing maintenance, basically. So, so identify what you like from there, and and guess what? Maybe maybe an MBA program might be good for you, or maybe something dedicated into your field might be better. For example, when I when I started my job and I started looking at how advertising work and who were the, who were the uh, shakers and movers and who were like, who did the work? Like I, I identified everything. I, you could call it an ecosystem. I, I saw the whole ecosystem of advertisement and marketing and I would sit there and I'm like, well, who's, uh, who's in charge of this? Who's actually signing off the dollars? Who is the one who's going to say, that that spot that commercial was going to go on air or or no it's not going to go on air once i identified that i wanted to go to school for advertising again 
And I, I remember I was in the studio. We were recording a spot. And uh, one of the guys, because I think a lot of my friends in advertising know this, I wanted to be a creative. I wanted to be a writer. And, and even till this day, every now and then I get a, I get an itch, but not, not as much as I used to when I was young. I really wanted to be creative. But then after working two years, like I don't, I know for sure that I, uh, that, that wasn't the route for me. But anyways, I was in that studio and I told uh, one, of, one of my art directors, uh, his name's Fer, this uh, older cat. I told him, I was like, hey man, because he asked me, he's like, hey man, so when are you going to jump to creative? Because, you know, we could, we could use somebody. And I told him, well, you know what? I don't know. I'm thinking about going back to school. He's like, oh, that's badass. What do you want to go back to school? And I was like, well, I want to go back in advertisement. And he's like, don't do that. And I was like, why? He's like, we well, already majored in it. Like, you already got your degree in it. Like, why go and, and do, it, do it again in that? And I was like, well, because I like it. Because <laughs> I love it. And, and he's like, look, look, there's nothing wrong with it. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But just see what else is out there. Like, th- that's all I'm going to say. That's what he told me. He's like, that's how I'm going to say. Just see what else is out there. So I did. And the more I was in this business, I was like, holy shit. Like maybe advertising, majoring in advertising is not the way I want to go. Because I already have that background. I, can, I, I consider myself an advertising pro. I, ca- I can't consider myself a business pro. I, can't, I, I need to learn how to run a business. So then I started looking at business programs. And I, I looked at the MBA, the infamous MBA that's like one of the top, like everyone, like you want to continue your career on in business, the MBA, MBA is the way to go. But the MBA focuses on, on, on sections of MBA. You get an MBA with a focus on marketing. You get an MBA with focus on accounting, whatever it is. But I looked into that. I was like, nah, MBA is too broad. Like that's too big for me. But then I saw an MS in marketing and I looked into it. I looked into the program. I started talking to the people in the program. They were able to give me information on what their graduates do. And so I, I, that, that was a program for me. And I, I decided to pursue it after two and a half, almost, yeah, two and a half, counting my internship, almost three years of, of field experience. I was like, okay, um, I'm 100% sure that this is a program for me. And so that's what you need to do. You need to figure out what's going to be your program. And that's why I say go into the field because you got to identify what you like about that feel like, Oh, is this what I like? Oh no, I like this part. I don't like that part. And that's how you choose your program. I feel. And then you can look into schools and, 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 and that's another thing. Talk to, talk to people. Like if you see, like I remember I used to, I used to do this all the time. Every time I saw somebody like in a meeting or something, I'm like, man, I like, I like what that guy does. Like, I want to do that. I want to, I want his job. Like, that's what I would say to myself. I want his job or her job. Cause there's a lot of, Little boss ladies too. I was like, man, I want to be where she's at too. And I would look at them. And every time I look at it, bro, University of Texas at Austin, University of Texas on, on like on LinkedIn. I was like, okay, I, I found my school. Now I need to find my program. I found my program. And, and that's what I did. So that's my advice. I, if you want to go straight to, to grad school, that's, that's also an option too. I'm not going to say that's the wrong way. I'm just going to say for me, what helped me identify what I want to do was going into the field but you have to like right now you're you have that fresh in your mind so i would i would take the gr or the gmat as soon as possible uh can i ask what those exams are those are like the they're like the sat versions of uh grad school okay but they're all like 
Uh, so those three exams that you like mentioned, they're not all specifically for like what you no, want they're, to. They're all for like so the LSATs for law school. Yeah. GMAT is for business school. Okay. MCAT is for medical school, and GRE. I think it's like basic. Like there's different types of GREs for specific fields. Okay, okay, okay. Just making sure. I think for you, they might require like a super heavy intensive science GRE. Yeah, because um, I've been looking at like master's programs, but I'm not really sure like what I want to go into. Like there's like two or three that like I've been looking at. Yeah. And they all require some type of exam and like well, GPA. They're, they're, they're going like to require that. exam, yeah. So that's what I said. Take take them now because the scores are going to be valid for a few years. Yeah, I plan to now. <laughs> I got to look into like what exams I need yeah, to take because, now. Because because guess what though? If you if even like 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 let's say right now like on August nineteenth, like even if you don't know what you want to do, a few like that score is still going to be good, and that score can help you get into whatever program. So either way, you're going to need it. Uh, so let's say like you don't do that well in those exams. Is you can retake like, them. You can retake them. You can retake them. And there's pretty probably like a study like study guide or something. Oh like yeah, you there's find online, there's right? books. I oh, have a few books. books. Okay, sweet. There's books. Oh, I see them right there. Yeah. There's programs. There's tutors you could pay for. Okay, sweet. Just making sure because like learning all that STEM in like a couple of like <laughs> so, weeks so or months. but that's the thing about the GRE like it's not like a new it's not a new thing like it's stuff that you sh- you should have known or like that you should know to continue on yeah i don't know but those sound like big exams yeah, dude <laughs> they they look they sound intimidating but you could do it you could do it you took the SAT right yeah remember how scary the SAT was yeah you're right okay so <laughs> you're it's, right, you're it's right. like that take look, look them up study them and 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 guess what when you take it and you're like, it's so funny because I was talking to my, to my classmate about this. I was like, I remember like sitting down or even talking to Isaac who, who took the bar. He took the bar and, and I was like eight hours long or seven hours. Long, I don't remember. But, but I, like, I imagine I'm like, man, how the fuck can you sit for that long? And, and cause those tests are long. I think the GRE is like four hours or three hours, something like that. But when you out there and you're taking it, like it doesn't feel like four, three hours, whatever. It just feels you go in there and take the test and you give it the best you got. And so I advise you to do that. And guess what? They have free practice tests. Take it and see how you do. And if you need tutor and you're like, oh, fuck, I need to do better. I think they have like scores. I think like a 305 is like the, like at least for my school is like the, like, like the average. Look around and, and, and take them, investigate, get a good GRE score and, and you'll find a good program. Like, you're, it, 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 whatever program you want to go into, they're, they're going to require the GRE. So might as well knock it out right now while you have the, the study mentality because it's going to get harder if you get a job. And you, let's say you do get a job and you're full-time and now like all your money depends on that. Like how are you going to have time? How are you going to make time for to study? Like it's tough, bro. So I would just get – like that's the advice that they gave me. And I, I, I want to say I took it, but I didn't. I didn't. I will say I took practice tests and okay. it gave me an idea, but I never took it. And I'm telling you, the more time you're out of school, the harder it's going to get. All right. <laughs> Baby D, what you got? Damn, yo, that sounds like a lot of studying and a lot of uh, work. But yeah, no, for me, <laughs> I'm happy where I'm at. <laughs> I don't think... Um, and that's good, man. That's good. That's, uh, that's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I'm happy with my, with my degree. And I mean, yeah. I mean, after this, this job that I got, I think I'm happy with it. Um, 
it's funny because in high school i was really into like uh the whole like school and like studying and all that but after getting to college well, you're, ne you're never gonna stop learning yeah yeah no and i mean that's true but yeah it's i think i'm done i deleted canvas I, the day after i graduated <laughs> like i'm like yeah i'm done with all that and <laughs> so, it's good it's good to take a breather it's good to take a breather yeah yeah i mean uh looking at the guys right now i mean they're going back back to school on monday and i'm like damn like that that couldn't be me <laughs> i yeah. can't i can't i cannot <laughs> go back yeah, right now you already but you did the work yeah man you i put in work. my time put in my time and happy did, to get out <laughs> did, did you have a question like about anything post-grad um so how's the environment like i know for undergrad you're kind of like more on yourself you're more like independent but yeah with your cohort which is like your are you talking you know, about, oh you're talking about grad school yeah yeah like so like for with your classmates like how is that different than from like a regular like undergrad yeah no, that's a good question uh so i think what's different about that it's that your cohorts with you from the beginning to the end right and and it might be different for some programs but I think in most programs you're with them from day one to the day you graduate and, and, and you get a little closer to them. You kind of build uh, a closer relationship and, and you get to know them more on a deeper level just because you guys are both, you know, in a, like you guys are both pros in your, in your field. So uh, learning from each other outside of the classroom is going to be beneficial. Also like based on their past, like, you know, like, you know, I mean, I'm trying to, so for example, you know, one of my, one of my, one of my buddies, he did uh, post-production and he does like all this, like he's good when it comes to like video production. That's something I did. Like I had experience hiring because as an advertiser, I got to hire studios, but I never like, he went into more details and I was learning from him and, and, and vice versa, where I hope, I hope he's learned something from me, but, but that's, that's the type of stuff. Like you learn from each other outside and you, you see things from different perspective. Like there might be somebody who's coming from a, from a finance, uh, field, but then, but then like he teaches you finance or she t teaches you things that you like, you couldn't see like outside of the classroom, you know what I mean? So there's different approaches to projects because we have different backgrounds. So I might tackle it, my advertising mentality, but they might come from it from a finance perspective or an accounting perspective or a post-production, you know? So it's, it's, it's the, the fact that not only that, but we all come from different schools too. And it's going to be like that, like a lot, like more common, uh, like, you know, for example, for like, for, for, for my cohort, like, we got people from UT, or a good chunk of them, but we also have people like for me from Texas State or from A and M, even out of state like UCLA, Ohio State, uh, Miami University, Old Dominion, like you know Syracuse. Like we have all these different perspectives in one classroom now, and so that's going to make grad school different. So it's 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 uh, honestly it's just perspective. Uh, if I could summarize this, it's it's going to be perspective. Sounds good. And I think uh, another question is like a lot of people are wondering, um, like money, Ooh, like uh, Andre's one. <laughs> Andre. Um, I think like money wise, man. Like, how do you how do oh, you get that start? Like financial aid. Like, how does that how does that develop? Like this. Uh, like, this is it like a crazy <laughs> amount? And you got to pay for like grad. It's, like, it's, like how this, does that happen? I've been wondering that too because I'm trying to be more dependent. No, bro. no, it's it. This 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 turned into a grad school session. I like it. Uh, so uh, grad school is going to be a little bit more more expensive than undergrad. Uh, 
Uh, but I think figuring out how you, how you're going to pay, like every school is going to have a financial aid office and they're going to figure out a plan for you, whether you have to take out some loans. Uh, there's also a lot of scholarships available. So you, you like when you're an undergrad, there's scholarships available for undergrads, but when you're in, when you're going to undergrad, like grad school, there's specific scholarships for grad school and grad students only. So that's a good chunk of it. So, uh, I was able to win some, uh, you know, I was very lucky and, and like, like I worked hard for that scholarship too. You know, it's just, it just wasn't held. Here you go, Toast. Here you go. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, th- there's stuff like that. So looking for scholarships and then figuring out your, your finance situation. Can I, can I, can I afford this? If I cannot afford this, where do I need to get to afford it? Right. So making those plans and figuring out tuition costs is going to help you out a lot. So, you know, is is it something different than undergrad? Probably not. But, but, but the only thing that I can say is, is, you know, for my program, it's full time. Like, like I'm on campus, like, like I'm like, it's a full schedule, but there's going to be programs where it's weekends or there's going to be programs where it's only nights. So you'll be able to have a full time job. Right. My program is like it's full time. It's one year. But they what a, a traditional grad school is two years for your master's. So figure out like what program is better for you, because there's programs that are only on weekends or there's programs where they're only on night and you'll be able to keep your full time job. One of, the, one of the things that kept me from this was that like I wanted to do a program where I could do it at night or on the weekends. There's no problem. There ain't no problem with that. Giving up my weekends and nights. Cool. But knowing that I had to come to this program, I had, I had a year to prepare and I was like, okay, I need to do this. I need to do that. So I took time. So one thing that I, I, I was supposed to start this program a year ago when I got accepted the first time and I didn't take it because it was too soon. Like they wanted me to start the, like the cohort picked up in July. I got in in June. I was like, there's no way there is no way in the middle of a pandemic. No. So I waited. I talked to the the, the admissions counselors. Is like, hey, look, you know, we'll see. We'll see in a few months. And I applied again, did the whole thing all over again, and 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 I got in again. But it's preparing, like grad school. It's preparing, brother. It's like taking what you learned from grad school, and now testing it for sure. So I, I hope I hope that was a good answer. No, I'm picking this stuff up like a sponge, dude. I, I, I'm trying I, to get in there like soon. If you're trying to get in there soon, I'm. That's the first way I take that test. No, yeah, I'm about to. I gotta talk to some counselors too now. Well, yeah. not some counselors, but some I, professors I, I've had. Professors and admission counselors. Those are the best bet. I'm telling you, the best way to choose the program is look at the people you want to. Look at the people like look at the people whose job you want. Like that's as more blunt as I can say. Like, what's your job? I, I want it. I'm. I want to do it. So. Another question, like, what's the difference between, all right, so say you get a master's, right? Like, right. how will that propel you to a better job compared to, say, you're, like, at a... <laughs> Baby so, D came with the <laughs> questions, my so, dog. So, say you, you apply to this job, right? And right. there's this person that has a bachelor's degree, right? And you have a master's. Like, does that automatically mean, like, hey, we're going to go with the master's? Or, you, like, you know, what you kind know, of jobs yeah. are you... Yeah, like, yeah, what you kind know, of jobs? Again, like... So, you know, unfortunately, like that's, that's not how the real world works. Like you're not going to fucking just because you got a master's or an MBA, like, oh, this guy's way better. No, but it does make you a better candidate. Right. Also, 
like look look like you have to look at what people and you know it's not going to be like the office like do you guys watch the office where like ryan got hired because he was the other nba and they're like oh here's another nba let's get him in no but but it's going to be a great tool to have on you it's just again like how we were talking about undergrads like oh well don't let the degree define you use that as a tool same thing here that master's degree is going to be a great tool it's going to be something i i i can't to be fair i can't really answer that cuz i'm i'm still a grad student yeah but from what i've seen in the field just because you have a grad, like a like a master's degree is not is not going to fucking guarantee you ceo of the company or whatever but it's going to it's it's you're going to have something that other candidates don't have and 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 that's that that higher education right it's going to it's you're going to have other knowledge and other tools that they don't have so it benefits you but it's going to be up to you to learn how to use that like i hope like does that make sense no yeah yeah i know what you mean yeah because we can't have like you know old regular joe schmo get his degree in an MBA and then him going and automatically he's going to get all the jobs. If he didn't have any work experience, then what, how are we trusting him with this? A lot of the time you're going to see that grad students are people that are coming back after they've been in their field. Right. And some, some do come straight from grad school or like undergrad and there's nothing wrong with that either, but they have a better image of what they want to do. And they, and they probably were interns. They probably were, um, had jobs like little jobs that expose them to the industry and they know like, Hey, like if I get this master, it's going to push me up more. Right. Right. So it's like, um, like applying to a job and them telling you like, Hey, you don't have enough education. Like we need more of you. Like, how can you prove yourself that you're able to take this job by yourself? Well, it's it, the thing is, is baby D is like, okay, let's say we want you as a CEO of the company, but you don't have an MBA. But then, you know, Larry over here has the same work experience as you, but he has an MBA. But he has tools. He knows more about accounting than you do. He knows more about finance. You know, he knows more about, you know, bonds and I don't know, some whatever, whatever the case may be. But they're probably going to go with him because he has those tools and he's probably utilizing those tools. Like, hey, you know, well, you know, Baby D, he's not going to say you just have your bachelor's. Baby D doesn't have, you know, the, the background in this. That's probably what's, that's what he's going to say. So it's it's using that degree to to your advantage I, I i really hope that makes sense like I, I can't really tell you that much because i'm still a student you know but from what i've seen like that's did, was that good andre no yes uh yeah i'm already picking my next moves right now dude yeah i know what steps i'm gonna take after this because grad school i'm trying to get into it, uh by next year at least for sure either in the spring or in the fall Okay, okay. Uh, last question, because then we're going to move to our infamous Q&A. You've already answered all of mine. Uh, mine were just like, how do you prepare for the admissions? How do you choose your program, your school? And like, whether to take the gap year, you know, working in the field. Take it, man. Take it. Take, take some so, travel. That's my the, advice, uh, travel. So what's the difference between uh, UT and Texas State? What, like, what are the... <laughs> What are the what are the oh, biggest shit. what are the what are the uh, biggest differences like as far as like culture like the people around here like that's oh, easy on, question. I gotta answer this. Easy question. This, easy question. I love both schools. <laughs> I really want to know this, dude. I I love because you switched schools. up real quick. I switched <laughs> up. Real quick. Yeah, you did. Uh, so so listen, let's so listen. So 
it's not that I switched up really quick. It's just that UT was always a school that I, that I wanted uh, that I want to go to. And when the time came to go to college, uh, Texas State was for sure my number one pick for 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 undergrad. And I remember, I there's a there's a Austin Community College right here down the street on Rio Grande Street. And I remember filling out my application uh, through Apply Texas because you got to do Apply Texas, and then from there you choose where to send your application. And I remember I was like, I really want to go to Texas State, but then again, UT is is the school that I wanted to go to. And so I was like, I shit, you know, like this is what I this is what went through my my process, and and like this is what I told myself, and I told myself is. I'm going to go to Texas State for my undergrad, and if I decide to come back, UT's going to be my first choice for grad school. And I told myself that. And so that's why, that's why I'm so like, like, dude, like I'm always wearing a burnt orange shirt now. <laughs> uh, I know, man. I'm not, wearing one right. I'm not wearing one right now. but Thank God. But uh, Traitor. No, I'm not a tra- like, like that was a school that I decided to go to. Like that's the school that I wanted to go to. And I told myself that if I ever go to grad school, that was going to be it. Yeah, and, 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 and look, that's not the reason why I chose UT also. The reason that I chose UT was, was okay, yeah, that took a little big chunk of it. Like that was like, like 60%. But the other 40% was because who I saw in my industry, where, the, where they came from. Where are those leaders coming from? What university? If if they were all coming from fucking I don't know A and M or SMU or T Tech, what I would probably would have went there, but because they were coming from te- Texas here at Austin, I was like, that's it, no more, no more convincing. I'm I'm going there. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think like you said, I mean, going through high school and everything, you always look at UT as it was like always a, UT and A and M. Yeah, I mean, like you can you can stop at any. Um, gas station they always have ut merch they never have like uh like tech state Texas or state, like yeah. yeah you know it's, it's a it's a big it's, popular it's, but, but it's all you know that's all like you know sports and and shit yeah, i was about to say texas ain't good <laughs> you know what a&m's kind of better <laughs> Who cares? at this point We're, hey. hey they might be sec in 2025 though but hey that's gonna change baby no no all g- hey all gas no brakes no, no no i'm not gonna lie so when I was applying to school, I got into A and M, but for some reason, I had gone with Texas State. I'm telling you, just because it was, it was it's, 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 it's I do different. not, I do not regret wearing my like going to Texas State for my undergrad, and I, and sometimes I wear my Texas State polos to school, dude. Like I'm not even lying, and I wear my ring every day to 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 college to remember like what like what my undergrad was like and where I'm where I came from, uh, because Texas State is gonna be. And it's 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 gonna be a big part of my life forever. Yeah, and I, I think I can speak for me and Andre. Like it's just experience you can never get at another school. You know, you, it's you such cannot. a unique school. It's, it's very unique. I think I agree. I had a great time. If it wasn't <laughs> for that, I mean, I wouldn't have get to know y'all too. I mean, you helped me move in. Yeah. You helped me join the organization, and then David ended up being my roommate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who who would have known? Who who who, who would have known? known? Okay, so let's let's uh let's move into this uh to the closeout QA. Now because it's five questions, I can't have both of you guys answer it because it's gonna take forever and this podcast is already going over the limit. I think already like oh two listeners just dropped. 
No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to have you guys uh, tater totter, all right? So I'll start with this one. Question number one, I'll give this to Andre. Uh, Andre, what is the best piece of advice you've ever received and why? Uh, I said this at my graduation speech. Uh, David knows what it is. Uh, and so does uh, Billy. But it's a saying in Spanish. It's uh, something my mom told me like right okay. after like I got dropped off. And every time I'd call her, like, fucked up, she'd be like, she'd always give me this advice. <laughs> you called your mom fucked up? Yeah, I love my mom. <laughs> of course I'd call her. Uh, yeah, bro, me and my mom were cool. So, yeah, I remember every time I called my mom drunk or shit like that. And every time she'd call me after, like, you know, uh, I was here in college, she'd always be like, Singorito, no hay fiesta, which basically means <laughs> without a hat, there is no party. <laughs> you know what hat I'm talking about, yeah, right? Yeah, that's a good advice. I mean, that, that <laughs> great advice. Great advice, great advice. Uh, there we go. Okay, uh, question number two for Baby D. If you can grab a drink with anyone in the world, past or current, dead or alive, who would it be and why? Oh man, that's a that's a really tough question. So, dead or alive, I think anyone, um, anyone besides me, though, <laughs> <laughs> Andre. No, I mean that. Uh, I can't answer that because no one. Yeah, it's me, you. of course. It's me, of course. Yeah, yes, Andre. Any or, conversation, you grab a beer with anyone. Who oh man, uh, Julian, man, Julian. So, right before I graduated, Julian, who? And Julian Santos. <laughs> you would grab a you could grab a beer with him right now. So, man, I don't know. It's because uh, okay, no, no, but Julian's your drinking buddy. Why is Julian your drinking buddy? Um, so really, just before I graduated, we, I mean, we would just go to um, this bar called Shade bartenders knew us like super cool crew and i mean we, i mean he worked a lot i worked a lot at school going that on that man still works yeah working man, right now probably he's a manager of sean patrick's uh, shout out sean patrick's sean patrick's um really easy going guy and i mean we can just relate to a lot of things i mean we just sit down after a long day of uh working and I don't know. Just talk he, about he it. Don't, he don't work. <laughs> uh, just uh, that's good know. though. You got you got a good chemistry. Yeah, yeah. Like he was a great guy. Yeah, good chemistry. Like just talk about anything and um, yeah, yeah. That's my uh, drinking buddy. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Uh, Andre, question number three for you. Uh, what's what's your favorite place of all the places you traveled and why? All the places I've traveled. We forgot to mention that you were at uh, A&M for a while. Or not A&M, Alabama. <laughs> Bama. Yeah, Bama was fun. Uh, but honestly, the the best place I've probably traveled to is San Marcos. No, no come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I mean, I've traveled before, <laughs> but like the place that I've really enjoyed, like you told me this like years ago. What did I like, say? Like whenever I joined the fraternity, you were like, San Marcos is going to be your home away from home. And it really is. Because yeah, yeah. like... Now that I'm like getting close, I leave next week. So now that I'm getting close into that day, like it just brings all these memories with like me and everybody, you know? Yeah. No, you know, you know what the funny thing is, is that, uh, it's not, it's never going to be the same, but it's okay. It's okay. Like it's not going to be the same. Like I left three, two, three years ago. Maybe I can't remember, but it's, it's not going to be the same as, as you remember it, bro. And, and that's okay because when you go there, you're just going to, remind yourself of, of what it was when you were there 
you know, change happens and, and you got to embrace it. You know, you can't be afraid of change and, uh, dude, Neverland, man, Neverland. That's, that's San Marcos. I mean, yeah, it really is. I mean, you're, you're pretty much just driving around, you know, your streets, you know, like Sesame, like everything, like it, it's way different than Austin. I mean, in Austin, you're a brand new city. You got to learn, uh, like what highway to take and what <laughs> exit. There's and only like, one highway. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. But I just, you know, no, I just kind of no, moved I, here. So, I mean, like, you, you got to learn, like, your way around the town. And, I mean, in San Marcos, like, you feel like the city is yours. Like, you can do anything. It, Yeah, like uh, Jesus said, it's a Neverland. <laughs> All right. Uh, Baby D, since you have the mic, uh, what is your favorite item that you bought this year and why? Uh, favorite item I bought this year? Yeah, I say this uh this rain jacket I bought this uh from uh, Lululemon, really cool uh rain Lululemon. jacket. Lululemon, yeah. it's <laughs> big boy money. <laughs> no, no, it was it was on sale. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this uh rain jacket it's coming in handy, especially when it rains. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's rain jackets piece. are overrated. You know, man, if I could wear a rain jacket all year, I just long, I just hate it because <laughs> I get like sweaty inside them. Oh yeah, yeah, that that is true. But I'm but pretty sure Lululemon has like great rain jacket yeah, technology, like breathing and everything. But um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's a good piece of uh, good piece of clothing that I bought. <laughs> All right, uh, Andre, just to wrap this up, and both y'all could jump on on this. Uh, what is uh, what book, movie have you read, seen recently? Podcast? What podcast have you heard recently? Would you recommend it, and why? Um. Uh, There hasn't been really anything that I've like read, but I have read some music, like as in reading music. Oh no, shit! Yeah, David you get into music theory. No, uh, David was there from my beginning. <laughs> David was there when I learned how to play one song. <laughs> Wait, are you are you getting into music theory? Uh, somewhat. Uh, now I've uh one of our brothers, Savano. Shout out Savano. Uh, he taught me. He gave me like a couple lessons in guitar because I've always had a guitar. But is it like guitar music or guitar chord? Like the uh everything. Everything. Uh, I learned guitar chords, uh, some music theory, and just like a lot of songs that I like to know. Can that you I identify a B flat and a uh not a B flat, but like A minor, oh, okay. A C G. <laughs> just a get, couple stuff. You should get Sammy to teach you. Uh yeah, but he plays like something differently. Like from what I'm trying to learn, like it's very different from what he plays. What are you trying to learn? Rock and roll. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's all I play. Yeah, David knows me real well. We're roommates. Yeah, I know a lot of rock. Like, like during the day, I'd be trying to take naps. I'm like, yo, you turn it down. <laughs> I'm trying to go to bed. I'm trying to take a nap. Like, yo, you're too loud. Yeah, he'd send me those messages from across because we ended up like stopping roommates, but still roommates. Like, we oh, you guys live at the house. Yeah, we shared a room, and then. A year afterwards, we lived in separate rooms, and I'd have my guitar blasting, <laughs> thinking nobody's home, and then I just get a message from him. He's like, hey, don't turn it down. Hey, what what kind of axe do you have? Kind of what? Axe. Axe? That's uh, a, a nickname for guitar. Like, Oh, my guitar? So you gotta, you gotta, what's you, the name of it? What's what's the brand? Like, what kind of? Oh, it's, a, it's just Jesus, a regular. You're not a rock and roller. <laughs> <laughs> now I am. Now I am. Right, Billy? Oh, yeah. This guy's. Does solos up the ass. <laughs> <laughs> no cap, no kizzy. Uh, nah, but yeah, uh, yeah. I just got like a plain simple Ibanez. It's yeah. the one that I got from like middle school. I never touched it, and then That's good, I man. picked it back up like a year ago. Let's now. go. That's awesome. Um, yeah, a book I would recommend. 
kind of cheesy, but uh, Catcher in the Rye, a really good book. It's about a kid that uh, drops out of college, kind of just lives in New York, goes through adventures. I don't know. It's my favorite book of all time. It's, it's a good story. He falls in love with a girl. I don't know. <laughs> He's a baby D with the with the book. Yeah, I know, but uh, it's a good book. I'm favorite of all time. So, um, yeah, definitely check it out. <laughs> what about anything on Netflix y'all watching? Anything on uh, Hulu, Apple TV? I watched The Dirt like three times this week because of my roommates. Oh, shit. What's The Dirt about? Uh, <laughs> it's about I wrote another. It's something about rock and roll. It's about Molly Crew. Oh. Molly Crew's biopic. It's not 100% there, but it's pretty close. That's all right. That's all right. Baby D, anything you seen? Um, man, really, just the office this is a classic. <laughs> the office is a classic. I always watch it, man. It's a, it's a good, uh, good little TV show. I, I, uh, I'm watching Ted Lasso, so I'm probably gonna watch this as after, when you guys leave the new episode. Uh, Ted Lasso season two. <laughs> We're never leaving then. We're not gonna <laughs> let you watch it, man. <laughs> Ted Lasso, dude, you guys gotta watch it. It's on Apple TV. Uh, I heard about it. Yeah, it's, Alex, uh, saw it, and then I was like, where there where he was watching an episode. It looked pretty interesting. It's really funny. It's really funny, heartwarming. Uh, other than that, though, I, oh, Dave. You guys watch Dave? Oh, yeah. So Season actually, two was phenomenal. Actually, uh, me and Jose, Jose Mano, shout out Jose Mano. We watched the like the season finale. Or it was like great. The, with, the, with, the, with, the, with uh, Rake Rubin. Or yeah, like Skata. Or something like that. I don't know, but it, it was man, it was like trippy. It was like he was he was really like good. mirror types. Oh no no, you're talking about when he goes to the the house. Oh, yeah, spoilers, goes, spoilers. Oh sorry, yeah, spoilers. But it's a good it's a good show. Uh, definitely watch it. <laughs> so I will say, Dave, I'm on the third episode of season two, bro, chill out. Ah, yo, we're tripping, baby D. Um, man, yeah, I don't know, but it's it's a good show. I was no, kind of surprised. <laughs> but season two of, of Dave, like first two three episodes, I'm not gonna lie, they suck. They sucked. The first episode sucked, but uh, once once it got to like three, four, five, like it got really good, and I, I I was happy with the season. I was happy with the season. I was I, at first I was like, man, fuck this. Like, how are you gonna come back from season one with it? But no, he did a great job. Uh, the actor that plays Gata, oh my god, dude, this guy, that's some fucking badass acting. Ab- like, he is phenomenal question so are they actually like different episodes like they don't correlate with the storyline or no, they, they correlate with the story oh, okay, okay they okay. do they do i haven't actually sat down and watched the whole season but no they they correlate uh they go through this process so it's really funny though because i i know little dicky through the advertising uh side because he used to work for an ad agency in, in san francisco which i always admired and uh they actually talk about it in one of his episodes and i was like and they reference like, like real clients. Like they they reference the real shit, although they don't call it by the names, but they they, they kind of alter the names. But I was like, holy shit! Like this is, and the only reason I know that is because of uh, interviews with his 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 old boss, and like how they they like the interviews that I heard on Ad Week and Ad Age and and whatever. But it's uh, that episode was my favorite one because because you know I come from an advertising like background. But uh, great season though, great great season. Uh, the I don't know. I, I if they do a season three, like I wouldn't be surprised if they don't do a season three. But if they do, I'm I'm all for it. And and the thing is, is like I'm I'm used to like shows ending season one, season two, especially because British shows end so short, and I I, I like watching British uh, TV shows. And they they end like except fucking 
Holly Oaks, that fucking <laughs> goes on forever. But other than that, like, it was a great show. Um, also another good show, Red Oaks, man. I Red remember, Oaks. Dude, I remember um, Jesus put me onto that show. Really recommend it. Like, it's yeah. super like casual, like uh, it's like frat. Like, I don't know. It's super cool show. It really is frat. Like, <laughs> like it is. Like, there's not one in the fraternity. In no, there. no, but it. I don't know. It's, it's such a good show, it's, man. I, I think I recommend it for sure. It's it's a it's a great show. It's on Amazon Prime. Red Oaks. Yeah. I think I thought I pretty sure I talked about it on the Let show. Let me catch your Amazon Prime then. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, hey, oh, hey yo. Get that that student discount while you while you still have that. Uh, oh, you're right. You're right. I gotta I gotta I gotta renew all those subscriptions real quick. Gentlemen, well, this has been our show. This was a great time. Thank you both for, for coming, and congratulations on both of y'all graduating. Thank you, thank you. Big moment in your life. Bro, I forgot that shit happened, dude, to be honest. I just thought I, <laughs> I thought I just came back from home from vacation or something, you know? It's going to hit you next week when everybody goes. Chill out. <laughs> Please stay psych. Yeah, don't tell me that. It hasn't hit me yet, too. <laughs> it's going to hit you guys next week. All right, y'all. Catch y'all next time. See ya. See ya. I'm still here. <laughs>